Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or are dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we are your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we are stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. All of us have a favorite outdoor destination that we like to go to. and You find yourself quite often returning to the same place over and over and over again because it's great. Hi, I'm Bill Cooper with Living the Dream Outdoors, and we've got another great podcast going on here. You'll want to stick with us and listen to it, because we got some great outdoor guys here, Mr. Frank Cox, Smoker, Smoker Builder, Builder Manufacturing, Cody Lucas, Outdoor Vigilantes TV. Outdoor Vigilantes. Now, mm-hmm. what does that conjure up when it comes to you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's probably the same thing the game wardens thought when they first saw my big truck flying through with that wrap on it. They said, we better follow that cat, you know. Then they realized who it was. But Yeah, yeah. 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 He, ta- he takes a lot, a lot of guff about that, you know. I even <laughs> gave him guff for a while. I, I still do. But, you know, again, looking at us, we got a lot of experience under our belt. We've been a lot of places, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I, boy, I just thought it was a great thing when I was a kid. I could walk right out the back door and kick up rabbits. Yep. And the hunting was oh, all, man. Me too. But to me, a great destination was the neighbor's farm next door. But, oh. Yeah. More yeah. rabbits. Oh, yeah. But yeah. these days, I've been so fortunate 50 years in the outdoor industry, and I've seen things, had things happen I would have never believed when I was chasing rabbits out in, in the back 40, you know. But I always had a love of the outdoors. I was paying for my own subscription to Outdoor Lifetime. I was eight years old. And I always told people, we were, you know, and it's truth, we were pretty poor, but my mom believed in reading. Man, she t- took, she kept two really good sources of, of reading material in the house. Number one was the Bible. Number two was Reader's Digest. And, buddy, I wore that Reader's Digest out. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of material in them. Oh. Absolutely. They had outdoor stories in there. Sure. But, you know, uh, my mom's 92 years old today, and she still checks on me to make sure I read my Bible. There you go. Good you deal. bet. Well, yeah. Good She's a good deal. mama. I've, if more people had a mother like mine, the world would be a much different place. Oh, That's yeah. the absolute truth. But anyway, great destinations. Look at Cody's grinning over there. <laughs> you, you know, he's, he's, he's just dying to tell about his favorite place to go during the wintertime. Well, I tell you, there's several. But um, if I'm not chasing rabbits, I had a friend of mine. Uh, I was telling uh, Daryl Hyman earlier about a friend of mine I hadn't seen since high school, and he invited me to his place. He said, I don't have the rabbit dogs, but I've got the rabbits. And I said, well, I might be able to fix that. <laughs> so that has now become one of my favorites. That's going to be one of my places after the alternative deer season here in Missouri. I'll be hitting that about every weekend with him and his, his sons, and I'll be taking my sons. We look forward to that. But I'd almost have to say deer camp would be my, oh, my favorite yeah. wintertime 
Um, you know, guys, there's some guys I don't get to see hardly at all, all year, but we always catch up when we hit deer camp. And, and uh, you know, like old Frank Cox, we've always got us a camp cookie there. Somebody <laughs> loves to cook, you know. And, and I bet we gain 20 pounds while we're there, whether we kill anything oh. or not, you know. And we catch Absolutely. up the camaraderie, and, and yeah. I just, it's something that, that I just love. I, Frank, I bet he has never cooked a backstrap in camp. <laughs> Usually the guys are heading for the heart, what they're doing. That yeah. too. And you know, there's been a big kick on, on that recently. Here I've, lately. I've seen a lot of material. I even saw an article in Outdoor Life mm-hmm. recently about cooking deer heart. And you know, I never have. I don't know I why. never have. Yeah. Well, I don't want to age myself, but I've been harvesting deer for 35, maybe 40 years. And uh, uh-huh. I tried my first one last year. Really? And I prepared it, and it was absolutely knock your socks off i thought why have i wasted that part of the deer it, it is it isn't is that funny tremendous. though we, we get in kind of a rut now mm-hmm. i've eaten deer liver quite often because mm-hmm. i man i love good old liver and onions oh absolutely. in fact my wife diane that's what we had on our first date together is it really cooking you, from scratch and yep, do little you knew she was a keeper no when she i did boy i did <laughs> wow okay. this is impressive yeah and 14 years later we're still going out Look to at eat that. liver and onions. <laughs> well, you know, just talking about backstraps. I know we like to tease Frank about getting fancy, but I got to tell you, one of my favorite ways that I have acquired a taste, I was hunting uh, with some buddies in Illinois, had a deer camp over in Illinois, and I saw this guy out there, and he had this backstrap all wrapped up in bacon, and he had two of them big ones and he was putting oh, them in the in the fun. smoker there right right before daylight right before we were headed out and, and i said boy that's gonna be lunch and then he said no sir that ain't gonna be no lunch he said it's gonna be slow all day and he said you'll be lucky if i have it for supper and i was like oh okay and so we go out and we hunt and we come back in and we had something quick for lunch i don't remember it was deli sandwich or something and we ran right back out to hunt the evening but when we come in it smelled so great at lunchtime I, I, that's all i could think about in the stand here i was in illinois big buck country you know all i could think about was that smell in my nose from that smoker <laughs> and i knew i smelled something hot well when we got back he had it out and had it all sliced up and standing there oh, and i thought what is that it had like a gravy in there and it was uh a backstrap that he'd butterfly to full length and filled it full of cream cheese and jalapenos and then wrapped it in bacon and he had uh uh, soaked it overnight in some kind of brine stuff that he had some kind of, of uh, stuff and and but i'm telling you what you can't buy that stuff in a restaurant i'm telling you i never had such a, it was unbelievable we ate that thing and he said you boys he said I, i'm gonna have to cook two deers worth tomorrow night you know <laughs> and he said i can't believe you boys from missouri never had that i had never had it with jalapenos and, and cream cheese and stuff like that that was we always fried it where i'm from you know and uh man it was just superb so now i do that and my wife's even got to where she makes little um deer poppers oh yeah she cuts them up in one inch squares them deer steaks up in one inch squares and puts a chunk of pepper jack cheese and wraps it up in bacon with a jalapeno mm-hmm. a kind of a sweet and sour jalapeno not just a regular jalapeno it's some t- uh, tappies maybe i think mm-hmm. some brand name she oh yeah the, yeah the tame yeah, ones. yeah the you, kind of well, yeah because i don't like it too hot <laughs> i pay for it later you know but yeah. anyway great stuff she cooks man. them in the oven man and they're, they're fantastic even cold are good well you hit on a, a a great point that's one of the advantages of going to a different destination absolutely you learn from your other outdoor buddies cox i got i gotta know uh, what's your favorite outdoor destination so for me it's always been the duck hunting you know somewhere usually uh, where's, that, where's that honey hole well you know we we uh, i started out duck hunting up on smithville oh smithville lake uh, the true uh what is that up there uh oh it starts with a t truman no not truman it's uh trimble 
Oh, Trim- yeah, Trimble Wildlife Area. Yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, we hunted in sea pool up there in a floater blind. And I tell you what, that was the deal because we had the coffee pot in there. We had the little stove and all that there, you know. And and I'm not going to lie to you. There's a few times the ducks didn't make it out of the blind because we ate them <laughs> right there in the blind, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Make some chili, you know. But I can remember 2004 uh, was one of the best days I ever had out there. Uh, you know, the, I mean, we hit it just right. I mean, the migration was on, it was, you know, that open in the morning. Oh, that's incredible. And, when uh, that you know, you just, they come down the river like that, you know, and you just can't beat it. You can, you can hear them way up the river, you know, they're all shooting and carrying on and calling or whatever, you know, there's ducks coming. So you're just waiting and they just come on down through there, you know, and if they missed us, they'd go down in this old boy named cotton, they'd go down in his hole. Uh-huh. You know, so one of us was getting some ducks. You oh know? boy. But when it came cooking time, did you share? Oh, yeah. Did oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, Got to so, do that. So one way or the other, you're going to get some duck to eat <laughs> oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, oh. I think we ate every every time we was out there. We was eating something. You well, know, biscuits and gravy. When I first got something. to know you, I think you were cooking on a little prairie lake. I used yeah. to do that a lot. Go over and sometimes stay all day long. I always carried yeah. my little backpack and stove my little seven inch skillet and little stuff. You mm-hmm. know, oh, I'd cook. I'd cook breakfast and then cook lunch later, you yep. know. But what a way to go. Well, boy, I've got a million favorite outdoor destinations, you know, all the way from Alaska to the Yucatan. But here closer to home, I mean, Current River and a long 11-point river country is near and dear to my heart. I I have floated thousands of miles on those rivers over the last 40 or 50 years and some others included. But, boy, you know what? There's a block of land down there that's the largest block of wild lands between the Appalachians and the Rockies. Now, let that soak in. There's a lot of land. You know, Shannon County itself is about 83% public property between the National Park Service, the Conservation Department, the Forest Service, uh, Leo Dre, the Ladd Foundation, uh, that, that gentleman who's gone now. But, boy, what a legacy he left us. He collectively put together like 160,000 acres in that part of the world. Wow. And his sole purpose was to protect the upper watersheds of those rivers, the Jack's Fork and the current primarily but it's open to the public we can hunt there so i love that part of the country i love the people and but i'm gonna flip the coin just a little bit once in a great while i love to go to southwest missouri to branson oh yeah now i'm not a huge you know show fan and all that sort of thing i can uh, probably make it without that but my wife kind of insists you know that, yep. so your wife goes along you you got to wine and dine and and do the show thing but i always managed to sneak off and go fishing too and the fisheries right there out of branson oh, yeah. missouri are just an incredible i boy i'd be afraid to say the numbers but the conservation department puts like i want to say about seven hundred thousand rainbows in there a year yep. thirty thousand browns or something and you know just last year out of uh, Lily's Landing mm-hmm. down there, Bill Been there. Babbler caught a 40-pound and something hot ounce brown trout. Came what? A new, yes, came a new it state record. A new state record? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the Conservation Department has shocked up bigger ones. But Wow. Oh, so many fish down there. But right out of Branson, you can jump out. I, I get an invite all the time from a guy down there to come down in February because uh, – Table Rock is real close. Bull Shoals is real close. You can leave Branson with this guy in 15, 20 minutes, be catching, you know, big walleye. And this Tandy guy's. Como. Yeah. Down there. Tanny mm-hmm. Como. Yeah. Tanny Como, Table Rock, uh, Bull Shoals, all kinds of fisheries there. And boy, there's all kinds of great fishing. 
Mm-hmm. Lots of fish. I don't care if you like catfish or crappie or walleye oh, yeah. or bass. Of course, bass is a big thing in the world anymore. But I got a good buddy, outdoor rider buddy, Larry Whiteley. If you've ever listened to Bass Pro, you walk in the store and you hear this just angelic voice. That's Larry Whiteley. Uh, he's been heard all over the world, man, and uh, still does programs for them, although he's kind of semi-retired. But, you know, there's some pretty sharp uh People with the Branson Tourism Commission, or it's a convention and visitors bureau, fancy term for these days, you know. But they quickly, quickly grab Larry by the ears, and <laughs> he is their outdoor ambassador. Wow. And what a spokesperson for Branson, Missouri. But if you want to check out uh, Branson, just go to visitbranson.com. If you ever learned, run to Larry Whiteley, tell him I sent you. <laughs> that's big-time brownie points, you know. <laughs> but, yep. hey, outdoor destinations, yep. and you guys are living the dream because you're out there all the time. Oh, yeah. And I dare say, looking at the wrinkles under your eyes and your tanned faces, <laughs> that you're doing something outdoors every month of the year. Every day. Pretty much. Every, yeah. every day. Well, what yeah. fun, folks. But if you want to hear more about the great outdoors, be sure and tune in with us Monday through Friday on all these great places that we're airing this show. And I can never remember the list, but Frank Cox can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're doing uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the other ones, iHeartRadio, all that. And you can catch us on social media on Instagram and coming soon to TikTok. Wow. That's yeah. pretty incredible. TikTok's kind of crazy. It's 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 there's a lot of hunting and fishing on there and barbecue and well, you think that's that. crazy before too long here, Cody Lucas is gonna be kicking off TV program. Tell us real quick about it, Cody. Oh, I'm excited. It's Living the Dream Outdoors TV. I'm going to be uh, the host and producer for this show for Daryl Heineman and his crew, and we've got a, a lineup that, that you don't want to miss. Hey, and I've known Cody for a good while, and i tell you what, I think I was one to invite him into this crew. Uh, scratch my head about that, you know. But, <laughs> hey, somebody just got a show named called Outdoor Vigilantes, man. It just conjures up a lot of question marks. And you're hearing him. You've heard him on shows already. Great outdoor voice. Great for all of us. And, folks, thanks again for tuning in and listening to Living the Dream Outdoors. We're sitting right here in a beautiful conference center at Westover Farm, just southeast of Steelville. Be sure and visit their website. And, and hey, Tell them the living, the dream folks sent you. And always try to strive and achieve your outdoor dreams. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, We value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm, we live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on the Living the Dream Outdoor podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tales, unveil tips and tactics, 
and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Messenger, Instagram, Spotify, TikTok, and Stitcher.